guys, welcome back to the Four Eyes Club podcast. We have a special episode for you today because me and Savannah are here recording together. Yes, we are. And we've never done this before, but this is super exciting. Today, we wanted to talk about... We're... Okay, so like, we haven't seen each other in months. For real. Because we at college, we in different states, all this shit, like... And we just wanted to talk about that. It's like, it's so different not seeing each other every day. Like, honestly, yeah. it's crazy. Um, do you want to? I'm just so happy to have my bestie here. Y'all just don't know. Stop being dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> She's being dramatic. She's like pretending to cry. But yeah, no, this is, I literally came up to visit her for the weekend. And it's so exciting. I'm literally so excited to be here. We gonna be here for a few days, but today we wanted to share the story about the fox catcher story, like the guy who created the fox catcher um, wrestling team. Dupont is his name. I can't remember his full name. It's like Dupont something, but essentially this one's gonna be a little bit creepier. So trigger warning: there's a lot of craziness. Yes, and there's also another. Um thing before we get started we are at my dorm currently so if any noise breaks out i, I sincerely apologize we sincerely apologize and we will be muted that is the only reason we will be muted okay thanks bye <laughs> <laughs> okay so the story of the fox catcher is basically a guy who was a former wrestler wanted to create um like a wrestling team he called it the fox catchers Okay. And basically they made a whole story about it. They made a, it's like a whole movie. They were um, doing it in like, uh, Channing Tatum's in it. He plays like the guy who was um, one of the wrestlers. It was about two brothers who were like the star wrestlers. They were like really good. One of them was like normal, great guy. Everybody loved to be around him. All wonderful things, you know, just like great stuff. And the other one was like, just like very unsocial he wasn't he was basically completely opposite he's not very social he didn't like to be around people it's just like it was all like a bad situation essentially so what happened there was um they were completely different but they were both great wrestlers and this guy DuPont was the one who was training them the whole time and he essentially was like kind of losing his marbles like he was a little bit off he was a little bit creepy kind of a pedophile vibes is what yeah I was like getting that from him I was like this man is gross like he's just all around nasty and you know it goes by for a few years they're like really successful um and the the guy DuPont he's just like kind of um like slowly losing his marbles essentially it's just like kind of creepy but basically they were olympic wrestler it was olympic wrestler mark schultz and his brother dave um but okay so what happened is like mark was the one you know he's the olympic athlete but like his brother dave you know he's just like a regular athlete you know just did sports in high school that type of thing but dupont starts to lead him down this like really dark path and like he starts to lose sight of himself and stuff and it's like really crazy because like John is the he's really rich that's why he's able to create this 
like wrestling thing and stuff and essentially um he was starting to lead him down this really bad path and like mark was like um i don't want to do this anymore like no thank you it's been a great opportunity but i'm not feeling the vibes anymore but then in 1996 um John DuPont was, like, he drove up to um, Mark's house. Like, Mark had, like, a wife, and, like, I think he has, I think he had a kid or something. I can't remember, but I know he had a wife. And um, he was, like, drove by, and he was, like, planning to murder him, essentially. Whoa. Yeah, it was really crazy. So what happened was he, like, Mark saw him, like, sitting in his, like, in front of his house, and he was like, what the fuck? Like, what is he doing here? Because, like, he, like, basically quit so he could, like, be with his family and stuff. And... Um, so what happened was he goes and talks to him and he's just like, it's like, Hey, why don't you come back to like wrestling with me? Like I'll train you. It'll be better than ever. Like everything's gonna be great. And he was like, no, I really, I don't want to. I'm like, I want to retire. I want to be over with this. Like, this is just not what I want to do anymore. And it was great while it lasted, but thanks. No, thanks. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, come back with me. And he started getting really aggressive with him. And Mark was like, no, like, I don't want to no thank you I'm not about this anymore like leave me the fuck alone and dude was like no no Mark come on come with me he's like no but I'll see you later DuPont and as he was about to leave Mark I mean not Mark John DuPont shot him and murdered him he shot him like multiple times and he, he killed him in his driveway in 1996 that's like what happened and it was like crazy but Basically, it's kind of like nobody really knows the true motive behind why he killed Mark. They were, like, saying, like, it's because he left wrestling and all this stuff. It's like, yeah, that's, like, a possible reason, but, like, nobody actually knows what his true motives behind it was because then I think he killed himself afterwards, but I don't know. And, but, yeah, people are just saying that he was acting, like, weirder and weirder. Like, the Dave, he noticed DuPont's behavior just became more erratic and just creepier overall. Like, he just became really creepy. Wow. I mean, do you, do they think it was drugs or, like, an um, influence type situation? I think people have, like, speculated that it was drugs, but there wasn't any, like... Further? Yeah. Basically. Oh, okay, he didn't die, but he... He so didn't, like... He, he didn't, tried to... No, he didn't try to kill himself. It was just, like, um, after, like, 48 hours after this situation happened, he was convicted in 1997 of third-degree murder. And they were saying he's, like, mentally ill. That's why he started to get stranger. And I was like, that's a little bit, like, weird that, like, it was kind of, like, over months that he just started to seem a little bit weird. I was like, I don't know about that, but sure. Um, And no one really said, like, hey, this man might have something going on more. Um, he was, like, they were kind of, like, alluding that he was mentally ill, mm-hmm. but, like, they couldn't, like... it also was the time that it was in, so he probably didn't, you know, want to be stuck in a mental hospital and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, but he was, um, he was captured and he, <laughs> he was sent, he received a sentence of 13 to 30 years and he died in prison. Um, I don't know when he died in prison, but that was, like, that was it. But after that happened, um, Mark is now a professional coach in the wrestling world and stuff. I don't know what happened to, um, the rest of his, like, 
I don't know what happened to his family or anything, but they kind of, like, um, what was it? They kind of, like, wait, what was he saying? He said his, the, the family or... Oh, yeah, I don't know what happened to them. Yeah. Like, I don't know what they did because it ended with him, like, with DuPont driving off. Mm. In the movie, essentially, it ended with DuPont just, like, driving off into the distance and, like, that was it. They didn't... I didn't think they shared anything about what happened to DuPont, but it was crazy. Um, People are saying that he is... That it was, um, John was, when he was accused of killing, uh, Mark, they were saying that he's so psychotic, there's no way that he could be pretending to be incompetent. Because some people thought, like, oh, he's just faking this mm-hmm. shit because at, like, one moment he was fine, the next moment he's, like, fucking losing his marbles, but, ugh, it was crazy. That story was, like, really crazy, like, honestly, but, yeah, it was Channing Tatum who played Mark. In the movie. Yeah, and then, like, Dave was played by Mark Ruffalo. Um, oh, I guess they were both Olympic gold medalists. I didn't know that, but... Uh, for wrestling. Yeah, for wrestling. DuPont, oh, DuPont was never a wrestling... He was, oh, that's right, he was never a wrestler, but, like, he just wanted to... He always wanted to, but he just never could, because he just wasn't good enough. Uh, so he tried, he like loved to live vicariously through the Schultz brothers. Essentially, um, they were okay. So it says the relationship between the three men was closely examined after an incident at DuPont's estate called Farm Catchers or Fox Catchers Farm caught the press's attention in 1996. Times 1996 coverages of these of those events and Mark Schultz's upcoming memoir, also named Fox. Foxcatcher both elucidated to how much the Hollywood version is true and which details have been added for dramatic event. Um, Schultz's memoir, of course, is based on his own personal memory and take on of the events. The directors conducted interviews with others who lived on Foxcatcher at the time. Here's what's facts and fiction. It says there's spoilers, but there's already, like, this whole podcast episode is, like, a bunch of spoilers, so, like, it was whatever. But Mark Schultz was basically, um, he, like, seemed like he was mentally ill because, like, in the movie, what happened was, like, Channing Tatum, like, they showed him in his house. He was, like, by himself, and he would just start to, like, hit himself and stuff, and, like, he literally banged his head against, like, the, a mirror until it broke. And then he, like, walked away really angrily. It's just, like, there's, like, shit like that. Like, it's just, like, he would kind of, like, lose it, I guess. Um, It's kind of, like, a way to motivate himself. You know how, like, dead to me, you know how she was, like, kind of going through, like, a psychotic episode? Mm Mm-hmm. It's, like, that's basically, (laughs) like, the character, like, Joy, whatever. Remember she's standing in the bathroom? Uh, mm mm-hmm. You don't remember. I don't know. It was like when we were watching Dead to Me and the girl, she was like basically having a mental breakdown and she started like hitting herself, like smacking herself in the face. You know what I do remember now? 
No, you don't. You're a fucking liar. <laughs> it's okay. You don't need to remember. But it was kind of like that. It was like if you could just like imagine that, like someone mm-hmm. just like being like going through like a and psychotic. Totally episode. out of themselves. Yeah, and they like come back to reality. Like I'm fine now. I'm great now. Like you're not. But okay. But um, yeah. So it was kind of like the way he would like uh motivate himself was like through pain. It was just like do like see serious amounts of pain and damage and stuff and it was crazy to and himself? like yeah to himself wow. he wouldn't do it to other people just like you know do it to himself but um let's see um dupont built a wrestling facility at Foxcatcher to train potential olympians which is true he long been preoccupied with participating in the olympics in some capacity he wanted to complete compete in a pentathlon in the 1968 games in mexico someone once told dupont that since he already knew how to shoot this was his best chance of making the olympic team dupont built a shooting range in an olympic size sewing food on his estate to train jesus christ he's insane he even commissioned a mosaic of himself competing on all the events made of titles shipped to Italy despite this heavy investment he came in second to last for the trials um in the trials of the Olympic training year usually the first the people who get first second and third are the ones who are able to get into the Olympics so I don't know why that's a bad thing but he came in yeah he came in second oh did it say second to last or Oh, yeah, it does say second to last. Yeah. Never mind. My bad. Yeah, no, he came in second to last, so then he gave up. Um, but he thought he could coach a team to a gold medal, and he created the team Foxcatcher to train potential Olympians in swimming, um, pentathlon, triathlon. He also brought wrestlers, like, a few years later. They... In the movie, it says that he offered Mark Schultz money to train, but that was just not true. He just didn't, like, immediately move to Foxcatcher to train. But um, it says that Mark Schultz moved to an apartment near campus and lived there while working and training at Villanova because that's, like, where he was offered a job to help the coach wrestling at the Villanova University. And, um, uh, let's see. So, basically, he told that, oh, he fired Mark Schultz later on from Villanova, but told him that he could train there if he moved onto the Foxcatcher estate and, like, he wouldn't have to pay for anything mm-hmm. if he moved there. So then Mark did. Um... And then the Villanova wrestling program folded shortly therefore thereafter, just after just two years of competition. DuPont sustained the program at Foxcatcher, making millions of dollars of donations to wrestling, attracting top talent with Schultz's name. The mission was churn was to churn out as many Olympians Olympians from the group as possible, but DuPont was preoccupied with the glory over discipline that made the pot the task impossible. That was shown in the movie. The thing that was fake was that DuPont got Mark um, hooked on drugs. Um, it says that 
DuPont offered cocaine in a helicopter and that's what caused him to spiral and like basically almost end his career but he said but Schultz said that um Mark had done drugs before he ever moved to Foxcatcher and DuPont asked Schultz if he knew where he might get cocaine and Schultz picked it up for him then Schultz said that the two did drugs together only two or three times and claims that DuPont once showed him a kilo of coke labeled evidence that he was keeping in his drawer. Schultz assumed that DuPont stolen it from the police precinct. Police trained at DuPont's shooting range and considered a friend of the force and thanks to his donations. I would assume that would be like a way to like blackmail him into staying in like staying at Foxcatcher. Trying to get him on drugs. Yeah. Not trying to get a Again, I'm on drugs and get him hooked on drugs. I'm like, mm-hmm. see, if they find out you're doing drugs, I have this shit I could use against yeah. you, you know? That's what I would suspect that, but I guess not. Um, but they said that DuPont had a drug and alcohol problem, and he said that Schultz said that DuPont was drunk and high. He, like, rarely ever saw him sober. Uh, confirmed. The neighbors confirmed as much the press after. Oh, Dave was the one who was shot, not Mark. I thought Mark was the one who was shot, but I guess Dave was the one who was okay. shot. That kind of makes more sense, though. Because you said one of them went on to create or become a coach. Mm-hmm, that was Mark. The Mark yeah. was the one who was, um, like, less social. He was just less able to socialize, I guess. Okay. But um, they said that DuPont drove two Lincoln Continentals into the farm's pond, destroying property with his own personal tank and tank and threatening people with guns. DuPont's former wife filed a civil suit in 1985, claiming that he had threatened her with both a knife and a gun and tried to push her out of a moving car. Jesus Christ. DuPont and Mark had a close relationship with was fake. They said that Schultz got a bad feeling from Molt the moment they met and never warmed up to him. The hostility between them grew as DuPont consistently interrupted Schultz's training. Schultz writes that he once told DuPont he was going to make a t-shirt that said shut up and leave me alone and wear it around the estate. DuPont made shirts and gave them to DuPont. The movie had implied that DuPont um, was harboring unrequited feelings for Schultz. Though Schultz said in many of his books that he suspected DuPont may have been gay, he never saw any behavior that suggested this so while living at Foxcatcher. However, a 1988 lawsuit that was settled out of court claimed DuPont made improper sexual advances to Villanova assistant coach Andre Metzger. Um, DuPont was shot a gun during the practice wrestling practice. That was fake. Um... Let me see. What's real? No. Okay, so Mark Schultz dropped 12 pounds in 90 minutes just in just 90 minutes for a weigh-in. That's crazy. That is literally... Oh, my God. Okay, so he said that... Dave said that what he did to help cut weight quickly was he puked up the first pound and a half and he put on four layers of sweats and rode a stationary bike 
like a madman for the next 90 minutes. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, Dave Schultz had PU kids written on his hand when he died. It turns out Schultz, to pick up Schultz, pick up his kids from school that day, he was shot and killed by DuPont. He had a reminder in his hand. That's weird. That's really weird. Interesting. Um, it says that, oh, it wasn't a standoff between DuPont and Mark. Mark. It was a standoff between DuPont and the police. Mm. They had a two-day standoff, and then they finally, like, surrounded outside the building, and then DuPont never said a clear reason for, like, committing the crime. So, like, most people, like, nobody really knows why he committed the crime. It's just, like, Mm -hmm. it's just weird, I guess. This whole story yeah, is like whole, creepy. That story was crazy. It's it was creepy. Kind of wow. And like and like how those things can kind of happen within like different areas of our society. Like you would never like the, the things that go on like with the Olympic people and sports people are even crazier than than you might think what goes on in like the entertainment business or the business business you know yeah like i was listening to a podcast for my social psych class it was called guru the dark side of enlightenment it was basically about a guy named james arthur ray who he was like a self-help motivator and all this shit and like he would just like be very well spoken you know like very well dressed all this stuff you know things that just like entice people to listen to you and he would just, like, go to all these places and, like, and try to entice people to join his little program that he'd held in the desert. He was like, you'll be pushed mentally, physically, emotionally, all this crap. And just, like, get people to, like, do that. And they pay to be there. Mm. And um, long story short, unfortunately, three people died because of, in, like, 2002. Is, is that a Christian group? Because, no. you know, what's crazy is that I do know of, like, there's some, like, christian camps not real camps for kids but like for like obviously adults and Mm -hmm. they're like supposed to be like uh it's like the ultimate fast if you will like they're everything's you know stripped away from them they're in the woods or desert or whatever Mm -hmm. and they just that's their time that they're supposed to spend with god and you know i think some people have passed away there too like and those places are just ultimately scary yeah it's kind of like that except it doesn't have anything to do with religion but it is that Mm -hmm. type of like idea where you like but instead it like they didn't call it a cult because like people are willingly you can willingly leave Mm -hmm. if you want to but he would use that to motivate other people like see they just can't handle it and you guys can so like as long as you stick it out you're gonna fucking you're gonna live your best life after this it's basically made for people who don't know what they want to do with their lives and, like, they're trying to figure out, I'm like, here's a, here's something that'll, here's a little something, something mm-hmm. to help you out, you know, like, we're gonna give you this, we're gonna slip you that, you know, and it was just, like, weird, in my opinion, because I was like, what is this dude on, like, I don't know what he's on about, but that's just, like, weird, um, but, he got a lot of people to sign up for his thing, and he took them out to a desert, and he basically said, oh, yeah, I got Native Americans to help me build these sweat lodges and stuff, and he'd make them play these games that would just cause so much, like, physical pain and stuff, because, like, 
basically one of them was like red light green light Mm -hmm. except like instead of like you dying you you know like how in squid games Mm -hmm. you die but instead of like you dying, you say you die but you just have to stay extremely still for like hours they play this game for hours and someone if you talk to him you die if you don't follow the rules you die if you move when he says you're not supposed to move you die and you have to stay there like you have to lay on the ground and you can't move for like hours and i was like that is just insane like they had to sit there for like five hours straight not moving and then for like then like once that game was over they're like okay like let's go eat guys because this is the last thing you're gonna eat and drink for like a while and he made them go sit out in the desert by themselves for like two days straight and they so like couldn't they couldn't talk to anybody and then when they came back they still couldn't talk to anybody at all there's no social interaction for except for like 20 minutes where they would just like debrief and that was it that was the only time they were allowed to talk to people and then they would go into the sweat lodge like a day later or whatever or no it was the same day and you know they haven't had anything to eat or drink in like a few days and they'd go in the sweat lodge and they would make it so hot that like people are literally starting to um, experience the symptoms of like a heat stroke like it was just Ooh, it was just all bad and so what happened was three people died because of this because he made it too hot and like the people who are working this thing they were not trained to Obviously. deal with this yeah like they're not medical professionals or anything they had like no emts or anything like that and i was like you're clearly lost your mind like so he went to prison and he basically told the police he manipulated the police the whole time he was like well they signed up for this and they knew what they're getting themselves into so it's their fault they died and i was like bro that's so fucked like honestly that's so fucked up but yeah that's like what happened there and then he went to prison for only three years of course he did is he white man Mm mm-hmm yeah yeah he literally only went to prison for three years and i was like wow that's terrible. That's that, like, I was like, ridiculous. I've, no, I've never been so was shocked. It like manslaughter or like? Yeah. Yeah, that. They considered it. Well, actually, no, they considered it like third degree murder, but he only was in prison for three years. And I was like, mm. what? Or they were, no, the original charge was like third degree murder, but then they changed it to like second degree manslaughter so we get less Um, sentence and mm -hmm. i was like that's barf that's so gross um so yeah he was only in the prison for like three years and but he was never allowed to work in the self-help industry anymore good yeah so that's what happened there but you know using that as a segue what is the worst way to die in your opinion Yeah, in my opinion, I feel like the worst way to die would be, like, in, like, a fire, like, a slow, like, burning, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like that, or, like, um, war, because, you know, what's going on with Ukraine and stuff, like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of kids dying and stuff, like, it's so fucked up, like, it's so sad, and, like, just, I feel like dying in, like, in ways that, like, aren't natural mm-hmm they're like man-made yeah yeah no i feel that or like war or you know um 
fire, you know. Like yeah, things, like ones you already said. <laughs> yeah, things, things that, like, you will, like, feel pain and suffer. Yeah, I feel like the worst way that you could die would be, like, if you got poisoned. Oh. Because, like, it's not, you like, man-made, you kinda, but... You kind of, like, feel your body, like, re- re- like, re- like, not regretting, but, like... You can just, like, feel, like, suffering. Like, you can and, feel internal suffering. Yeah, like, internally, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this this topic is like this is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> We're grossing ourselves out. Well, I'm not grossed out, but Savannah's grossed I out. I can't even eat another cheese. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just ugh. It's all around like gross. Yeah, and it's like you know like also when it's unexpected as well like and it's like a quick or it's like a quick long death like mm-hmm. like something happens so quickly but you're suffering for a while and that's how you die yeah no literally like a fire or something yeah i feel like that'd be horrible i know i've said fire like so many times but that's just what i think like yeah you feeling yourself like dying like you're basically like dead yeah that's terrible like honestly that's so bad um, what do you think would be, like, the, like, not, like, the best way to die, but just, like, the least painful way to die? I would say in your sleep, because mm-hmm. in the Bible, you know, it says that when we are asleep, okay, it doesn't say, it, it, I'm gonna be, like, weary around this, like, topic, because it, I'm not, like, 100% sure about, you know, like, the exacts, but, um, the Bible, it just says, you know, like, when we are asleep, that's, like, when we're feeling, or, like, experiencing, like, death, like, that's what happens mm-hmm. in death, is that we're asleep. And, I mean, I don't, I, you can probably take that up for interpretation, but, like, or you could be like, oh, it just looks like they're sleeping, or it, they're asleep, like, you can't wake them up, though. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, I just feel like any type of way that is like peaceful yeah like sleeping Mm-hmm. what about you no i would think sleeping too but then i also think like if you like suffocate in your sleep though you know like people who like have seizures oh, yeah. they're like you know how like cameron boyce died like yeah. he died in his sleep but he had a seizure while he was sleeping so i feel like that's like that would be like scary you know mm-hmm. or like asthma attacks are scary. These are not good ways. There's, <laughs> to be honest, there's really no good way to pass, but... Yeah. 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 No, I feel that. It's just like, ugh. Oh, this is so heavy. But... This was a heavy ride today. Mm-hmm. I think the whole situation of the Ukraine thing is, like, awful. It really is. Because, like, so many families are having to, like, move. And, like, some people, they're getting, they're literally getting sent back to Russia because their visas have expired. So they can't stay there. Mm -hmm. But I think, like, some, I know some countries are offering, like, refugee and stuff, but it's just, like, a matter of getting there is, like, the problem. Like, you kind of can't get there unless you have a visa. But you can't get that without, like, and, approval and all this and stuff. And also, so. like, people from, like, African countries as well were not allowed to, like, leave first because I guess Ukraine's main thing was, okay, we have to get all of the Ukrainians out of Ukraine. Mm-hmm. 
but they low-key, not, I don't want to say like low-key forgot, but like they didn't include other people who might have different types of passports. Like they were like only letting like the blue passports, you know, that we have here in America, they're blue. Mm -hmm. And they were only letting those go first, you know, the original, like the, of course, people who were born in Ukraine got the, um, their passport. Mm -hmm. They were only letting those people go first and... You know, it was a lot of people from African countries still over there and still in turmoil, you know. Yeah. And when they could have been on the train or they won't let... They were um, receiving, like, basically being hate-crimed mm -hmm. and not allowed to, like, go on the trains or even be, like, um, like, like accounted for, like, so... No, it's true. I remember you were saying that. I was like, yeah, that's, like, creepy. That they wouldn't let them go. It's like, they're trying to, like, leave, too. It's not like we're all just, like, sitting around, like, oh, right. okay. Right, and I mean, like, if your main focus is getting Ukrainians out of Ukraine, you should get everyone out of Ukraine, like, anyways. Right. It, it's not a matter of, like, if they're white, you know? Right. Like, white people should go first. Like, that's just, like, racism. It is. That's what it literally boils down to. Like, it's it's just literally racism. Yeah. Um, the whole situation, in my opinion, is just, like, scary, but it's also, like, very concerning. <laughs> Sorry. Savannah's just messing around with something. Um, the whole situation to me is, like, scary, and, like, my school had this thing where, like, yeah, guys, like, if you need to, we have, like, a space where you can, like, process what's happening and stuff, and, like, we're having, like, a virtual processing, essentially. I was like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. But, um, there was something that I signed before I left it was basically there was like a sign saying like let's raise the minimum wage to $18 I was like that's gonna cause so much fucking disruption but for sure but I went over to just to like see what they were talking about were you able to sign it mm-hmm okay but it wasn't just like let's raise they were, the minimum they were at wage my college as well and they are so annoying I'm sorry <laughs> but I I was like what way can I walk to avoid these people because they asked me, like, three times in one day. I was like, no, thank you. And then they're like, dang, these people really don't care. I'm like, it's not that I don't care. It's that I don't agree with you, but... It's also okay. that I know the effects of how this is going to affect exactly. everybody. Like, you're stupid. It's like, I actually researched this. I actually have done papers on this topic. Like, you're not going to tell me what something I don't already know. Like, yeah. And you're assuming, oh, she's dumb. She doesn't want to sign this petition. I don't want to sign the petition because your petition is bullshit. Like, I'm not going to sign that shit. Like, <laughs> sorry. Like, no, literally. I was like, uh. Now, now you're just like literally insulting my intelligence when I'm at the same college you go to. Yeah, literally. These are people who are like coming from outside. But basically, it wasn't just that. It was like, um, there were like other things that were like more important than raising the minimum wage. The last one was raising the minimum wage. But the first one that I signed, it was like, um,. Uh, it was something that, there was like one that had to do with homelessness like basically they were gonna enact native americans to get involved into sports so like be able to play professional level sports oh. yeah and then they, they weren't would, allowed to before it's not like they weren't allowed to oh, but just, it's kind of like so they're they gonna start scouting to. over there maybe okay mm -hmm. it's not like yeah it's not like they're allowed to they're just not like invited mm -hmm. to essentially so they were like yeah we're gonna like we would like to enact them that to happen and then they would like like they would give 10 percent of that money that they make back to the homeless community because like the homeless problem in california is like really a really big problem it's like such a bad uh big issue there and they're like yeah so like if they gave 10 percent of their income that they receive from being able to play like professional sports 
then that would raise like 550 million dollars a year or whatever for the homeless people so then they can like get more programs and like get them housing and not and like help they need and stuff so that's what that one was about and then they were saying uh, another one was like to get regulations for people for dialysis clinics oh because um apparently there's not a lot of regulation for that shit and they need like a medical license and i was like y'all why do y'all need a fucking like it's the fact that we need to do this shit is like embarrassing like that's literally so embarrassing and i was like yeah i'm fucking assigning that because like y'all need to have a medical license if you're doing a medical procedure like make it make sense Mm y'all you're literally dealing with someone's fucking like body and health right like you're you could be putting them at risk but like for sure for sure yeah okay they were like more than i signed they were like better and then i got to like that one i was like oh i don't know if i want to sign this but i'll just do it because i'm not gonna be like no i'm not gonna sign then i'm sorry i can't like you know i was like "Mm -mm, i'm already signing all these like whatever i'll just sign that one but i was not too fond about signing that one the raising the minimum wage but you know what here it was let's the their petition the one that they had around here mm-hmm. at the campus it was raise the minimum wage to fifteen dollars i think we talked about this in a podcast episode before mm-hmm. um yeah you guys already know if you've listened to that episode you all know how i feel about it but um yeah i was just like no mm-hmm. because like it's just too high like the minimum wage now is like nine dollars it's exactly and also if you were were to raise that like that would mean like other companies would just raise their prices for their clients and then the the market would just like go up like it would go up for a short period of time but then it would go it would stay the same basically because because the consumers would have to pay more because they're getting more money mhm and it at the end of the day it would just be the same amount of money exactly like it just doesn't fucking do anything it's just like it literally just keeps everything the same. Like, it's exactly. all stupid. And so, that's why it doesn't work. But, like, raising... But, like, the difference between raising the minimum wage from $9 to $15 between 15 to $18 is, like, such a huge difference. Like, that will just cause so much more disruption here than it would in California. So, like, that's just why it doesn't work mm-hmm. that well. And then, like, I saw the same thing in, when, when we went to, on the New York trip. They were saying, like, by 20... 25 or raising the minimum wage to 20 dollars i was like okay well at least you're giving like more time but at the same time like just it just doesn't fucking do any good yeah like it's not doing what you think it's doing and like y'all are the ones who are making the decisions and like why do we know more about this shit than you do because clearly you're stupid actually <laughs> like y'all don't understand how money works that's embarrassing that's embarrassing but for sure Oh. Wait, do you want to... Hmm? <laughs> Should we end it here? Okay. Well, sorry guys. Um, We're having a little side convo. Well, basically, we're going to end it here. This one's a little bit shorter, but... Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Thank you. We appreciate it, and we love you guys. You can follow us on Instagram at the Four Eyes Club and on Twitter at the Four Eyes Club podcast. Maybe it slipped around. I don't remember. (laughs) I'm very sorry that I don't remember. I get it wrong every time. But 
We are on Apple Music, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye! Bye!